welcome to Educationally Speaking on KVMR. This is the show that explores all things educational in our Nevada County Schools. I'm your host, Scott Lay, Nevada County Superintendent of Schools. Tonight, we're going to talk about the recent countywide geography tournament that was held for our students. We have the coordinator, Dan Zeisler, on the show and several students from Seven Hills School and a student from Magnolia. And we're glad that they could take time out and join us. I think we're gonna go around and students, I'm gonna have you introduce yourselves to start us off. And so what I'd like you to do is just state your name and the school you attend, just to remind the audience and everybody here is seventh grade, correct? Yep. All right, Ella, let's start off with you. You go ahead and begin. Well, um, I'm Ella Desatels and I'm from Magnolia Intermediate. All right, Ella, welcome. Glad you're here. Thank you. All right, let's go ahead and head over to Seven Hills. And who do we have from Seven Hills? I'm Zanyan Glosser, and I'm from Seven Hills Middle School. I'm right. Gilbert Fraley, I'm from Seven Hills Middle School. I'm Jason Dion, and I'm from Seven Hills Middle School. All right. Well, uh, four of you, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. It's always great to hear the students' perspective of, of these tournaments, and it just makes it more fun because you guys are the only reason we hold these things. So with this, Dan, I'm going to start off with you. You're the coordinator for the, uh, for the geography tournament. Um, can you tell our listeners just the, the, the simplest question of all, what is the geography tournament? Well, the geography tournament has been happening for many, many years. I have been fortunate enough to emcee it for the last 10. And um, basically there's two components to this geography bee. One is a team event in which three students get together and they ponder a hundred questions from a written test and they have to submit their answers. And the team uh, that gets the most correct is obviously the team champion. From that team, they select one individual to represent the school in the individual competition. The individual competition, which took place at the county school's office on a different day this year, um, had seven students participate and um, they were asked a series of questions and they had to hold a whiteboard up to respond and they got to be able to miss three questions before they had to kind of say goodbye. And when we got down to the last two, there was a kind of a playoff between those two with five additional questions of which um, the uh, team of Seven Hills were the champions and the individual was Ella from Magnolia. All right, our guest that we have today. So uh, Ella, I'm gonna go to you right now. And with that, you were the first place champion uh, in our tournament this year. So you participated, if I'm correct, you were also a member of the third place team from Magnolia. And then you were chosen to represent the school. Is that correct? Uh, oh, we seem to be having a little bit of trouble with Ella's audio right now. But uh, yeah, she, she nodded. Yes, that is correct. She was the champion. Ella, we'll, we'll look on, see what's happening with your... Uh, you're recording as our audience knows we do this by Zoom and because it's technology, it, it can come and go at different times. So Ella, maybe we can work and hear what's going on with your sound. So I wanna make sure we hear from you. Um, and, and while you're doing that, let me move over to the boys here. And, and guys, you represented the first place team. You did. You did. And it was done at your site, was it not? You didn't come into a central location. You guys did it from the Seven Hills campus. 
Uh, yes, we did. We did it. We did do it at our Seven Hills campus in our A1, which is where students can go and do work when they need to at lunch. All right. Well, thanks, Zanyan. And and how was it um, in that format? I mean, it must have been kind of different. Normally, in the years past, we've got all the teams together. They sit in a gymnasium. Traditionally, it was at Chicago Park School for years. Um, but this time, you were kind of on your own answering yeah, the questions. So um, with that, it was like we had a bit more like freedom. We had like the whole room. We could think more out loud, really. It's like we had more place to think. Yeah, Gilbert, I could really see the, uh, the advantages to that. Um, I mean, sometimes when you're in a crowded space, it's a, you're a little more nervous. There's other students there. There's parents that traditionally would watch this. Um, but instead, uh, yeah, you had that that ability. Jason, did you feel the same way with uh, being on the team that way? Uh, yeah. And like, we kind of, we kind of just got to like write a piece of paper and we got to answer the questions and we could always like go back. And so that was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. With that. And I, I got to ask guys, when you started the tournament, did you have aspirations that you were going to be the number one team in the county? Um, not really. We didn't have the most confidence, but we still had enough where like we could pull through and do it, but not where it's like we no matter what are going to do. It's just like we could do it if we tried hard enough. Uh huh. And as you started going through the tournament, guys, did you suddenly start to realize or as you're getting towards the end, like, hey, we're actually doing pretty well and, and we may take this thing or was it a surprise? It was a really big surprise. We were, <laughs> we were not very confident with ourselves at the end. Uh huh. But, well, I think, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, also, like, I don't know, because at the end, we had a ton of time to spare. Like, I don't know, we kind of finished kind of early, so. And, and so did you think that was a good thing or a bad thing? Like, wow, we finished too early and maybe that's not good. We should have spent more time. Yeah, yeah. it was not such a great thing, I don't think. <laughs> we all kind of thought, like, some of these questions that are probably easy we're going to miss because of how much time we had and we didn't go back and check all of them. Right. Well, wow. Well, it turned out you put just enough time into each question and each answer and, and reigned supreme. That was, uh, that was awesome. And I mentioned that uh, Ella's team, she came in third, and I got to mention that Grass Valley Charter was our second place team. So that was awesome to have the three schools. And, uh, and Dan, if I remember correctly, we had nine schools that participated in the, uh, the team championships. That's correct. Yeah, we had nine uh, teams that participated, and it was the first time ever that the test was administered electronically, and um, it worked out really, really well, really smoothly. Yeah, I was going to ask you, the format we've had in the past, it, it's been very different. It's been everybody came out to Chicago Park School. Is that correct? Correct. And we put them at the ends of long tables, but they had to be quiet and whisper. Uh -huh. And then one person was designated as the person that would handwrite the answers on um, uh, uh, to submit. And then teachers and chaperones would go and correct them after the time limit was up with a um, test that was electronic. We had to change it to multiple choice. Okay. Because wow. we couldn't, they, we chose not to, we, I don't know whether we were sophisticated enough to have them type in their answers, but by doing it the multiple choice also, we were able to have cor uh, tests corrected immediately. So it was really, really great. Very That's good. Yeah. Immediate feedback. And I like that. And, you know, it, it, I think it, 
one of the, the, the issues we've had in the past with some tournaments is actually getting students to a location. For example, you know, if you're up at the Grizzly Hills campus and you're coming to Chicago Park School, that's, that's quite a commitment of getting the kids down there, even if you're coming from Magnolia, where this team format at the school sites may have allowed a few more teams to participate. And uh, uh, that's great. The more students and the more schools we can do, the better with that. So Ella, let's try one more time to see, can, uh, let's try your voice again and see if we can get you. Oh, it, it is going down. So Ella, what we're gonna do is, while I'm talking to the boys here and Mr. Zeiser, why don't you see if you can check with another computer. And remember this is a live radio show, so this is fun, we can do this. See if there's another one you can log on. And if not, what I'm going to do is save some time at the end where I'll, I'll make sure I can communicate with just you. So you're definitely part of this show on this because I want to hear about your perspective and how you uh, how we, uh, you you did so well as the, the champion seventh grader in the geography tournament in Nevada County. Okay. So if you want to go try to see if you can grab another computer and see if uh, someone can set you up. Thanks. Um, Dan, I'm going to go back to you and just say, I know, you know, as, as the former superintendent, uh, many people in our audience may remember your name uh, as former longtime superintendent principal at Chicago Park. And then uh, in the last couple of years as the superintendents for both Chicago Park and Clear Creek School, you've always had a, a deep passion for geography. And as you mentioned earlier, you know, you've done this for 10 years. Uh, and, you know, instead of retiring, you've come back and, and uh, unretired to do the, the coordinator role for that. Why do you have such a passion for this? You know, it was ingrained into me as, as a young child. Uh, we would take uh, trips, uh, with, I would take them with my parents and my brother and I and uh, my parents would be quizzing us about different parts of places we've traveled and states and state capitals and rivers. And we, it, we had a game out of it and we did it at the dinner table. And it was just kind of one of those things that really stuck with me as a child and into school. Um, and as a teacher, I wanted to share that same passion and that same enjoyment with my students. Yeah, nice. Well, and, and I've got to ask the, the guys that are here for Zanyan and Gilbert or Jason, Anything like that happen with you guys? Any discussion when you go places with parents or family or, or, or geographical features? Yeah, so for me, what I like to do is I like actually sometimes to quiz my parents, which may sound kind of weird, and then <laughs> me back. We usually bring a game along that's called Five Second Rule, where you have to name three things in five seconds, and it can be anything from breeds of dogs to board games even. So that's what we like doing on long road trips. That's great, Zanyan. I like that. And I like that you sometimes you turn the tables on your parents too. They have to participate. They just can't run the game. They got to focus and answer some of those questions. Very cool. Gilbert or Jason, how about you? Anything? Yeah. So, well, I'm not from this country. I've moved all over the place. I think I've moved seven times now. So I've like seen a lot of places firsthand and just knowing geography that way makes it easier for me. Oh, absolutely. I'd say right off the bat, you may have an unfair advantage, but uh but well played there. That's awesome. Gilbert, where are you? Where was the last country you're from before moving here? So when I moved here, I moved from the East Coast. And then from there, I moved from the UK. From the UK. What part of the UK? The Southwest. Southwest. Very nice. Yeah. So were there any key questions that came along that uh, based on your uh, travels as a, as a young man uh, came in handy? None that I can remember as such, but I think... I reckon probably more than once did a question come up where I knew it and 
the two gentlemen sitting next to me did not. Uh-huh. Very cool. And, uh, and Jason, how about you? Um, Not really. Like, I mean, I guess, like, sometimes, like, in the car, we'd, like, talk about stuff. But, like, I don't know. Because, like, I have three siblings, so I don't know. I guess that could help. Right. Right. Well, it's always... And, you know, and I think uh, Mr. Zeisler and I grew up in the age of you wanted to know where something was. You either went to the Encyclopedia Britannica, which was usually woefully out of date because they cost so much. You didn't have the latest version either in your house or at your school or you opened up was in the family like Goods Atlas. And you went through that and had to find things where now you've got virtual reality. You can fly to these places and put your, your headset on and actually walk around wherever it is. So pretty cool there. Uh, well, Dan, well, can you give us a sample of some of the questions and guys i won't uh i won't put you on the spot but if you know the answers go ahead and and, and raise your hand and then i'll call on you and name your name but i don't uh, this is just for fun but we, i want to give our audience a sample kind of a, like an easy medium and hard question so so dan do you want to go okay, ahead and sure it? i'll do an easy medium and hard uh these are sample questions from the individual um competition Okay. okay, so one of the easier ones would be uh, which California National Park features sites such as Half Dome and El Capitan? Oh, we had right away, Zanian's hand went flying up. Zanian? It's Yosemite. Excellent. Absolutely, great job. And then um, one of our uh, medium questions would be, uh, what's the smallest state in area in the United States? Oh, we got Gilbert's there. Gilbert, go ahead. Rhode Island. Two for two from the oh. Southern Hills Corp group. Way to go. Uh-oh. Okay, now we'll Jason. challenge him with the uh, the tough one. Jason, this could be a bit of pressure. Your friends took the easier two, and now, you know, no pressure here, bud, but here we go. And for our audience, you know, these students, they are sitting in a Seven Hills classroom right now, so uh, we do have the, uh, the, the speakers, which is absolutely fine. That's what schools are like. That's great. All right, Dan, let's hear the Okay, tough. well, for the tough ones, I can't decide between two of them, so I think I'm going to do both of them. The first one is, in which cardinal direction would you travel to get from Colombia to Panama? Oh, I don't see any hands going up. And Jason, we're definitely not going to press you for this. Okay, Zanyan? Is it north? That's absolutely correct, as Colombia is in South America and Panama is the southernmost country in Central America, so you need to travel north to get from South America to Central America. Excellent answer, you got it. How about this one? This one's a fun one. Which country is known for the introduction of this food? Sauerkraut. Oh, here we go. Please sign out in the office. We got that one wrong. Oh, I was hoping that the secretary was gonna give you the answer over the intercom there, but no luck. It's a tough one, she might not know. So we've got Ella joining us. Ella, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, Ella, we have been quizzing the boys team. Let's see. We're going to jump you in. While they contemplate the answer that Dan just asked, let's see if you've got it. Dan, do you want to ask the question again now that Ella is on with us? Ella's going to get this one. Ella's a champ. Ella, which country is known for the introduction of this food? Sauerkraut. Um, isn't it Germany? It is Germany. Way to go. Well, I think we had our boys three for three in answers for questions. Easy, medium, hard. And we had Ella come in and give us the answer. And I think our audience can tell why 
this this group of amazing seventh grade students were the champions as the group and the champions as the individual. Now, I want to ask you a little bit more about this, uh, students, about how that was. So, guys, uh, Zanian, Gilbert, or Jason, did you compete in the individual as well, or or the team? Did one of you go on? Um, well, so there there wasn't a fourth person who we had to go to the uh, thing, but I took uh, I took their place because a couple times Zanian was out sick, so I took his place while we were practicing and stuff, and then. Um, Nolan, who's the other person who went for the individuals, uh, he I took his place because he wasn't there that day, so uh, he's the one who went. All right. Well, then let me. I want to ask you and Elle the question then, since you both did the the groups and then you did the uh, the individual. What did you like better, Zanian, working you know individually, or did you like to have the teamwork? So I didn't go to the um, individual. That was. Our oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Yeah. Um, you know, just for some clarification, Mr. Lay, I believe that Seven Hills was represented by a different student other than these three that was originally going to be one of the team members but couldn't make it. So then he went to represent them for the individual competition. Okay. Is that I, correct, guys? Yeah. Yes, that is yeah. correct. And I think that's what you're trying to tell me, Zanyan, and I misunderstood. So, And that was Nolan? It was Nolan. It was Cameron. Nolan who moved on. Okay, well, let me ask Ella the question then. So, Ella, you did both because you were part of the third place uh, team as well as uh, the, uh, the individual champion. Which did you find easier? Um, well, I liked both of them a lot, but I, the individual one was a little bit easier because it was less questions. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if it, you know the advantage of having two other teammates or so to help you was good or if it was just easier to, to go by yourself. Yeah, well, I liked both of them a lot, but I liked the individual one just a little bit more. Very nice. Very nice. Well, now let me ask you on preparation, guys. So from our Seven Hills team, guys, what did you do to prepare for this tournament? Anything special? Um, uh, well, I mean, we just kind of like went through this book and answered a lot of questions and I don't know. Yeah. So during our, during our lunch period, we'd, um, we'd go outside a classroom. We'd work on this, um, book. We'd have a look and we'd learn questions through that. Yeah. And we all noticed that we kind of came out on strong. Like I was better with continents. Gilbert was better with certain countries and Europe and Jason was good at United States. So uh -huh. All figured it out what we were good at. So when the questions came for the big quiz, we kind of just stuck to our instincts on the questions. That's great. I, I love that strategy. Each of you bring a strength to the team and move on from that. So what was this book? Was it like a, that you guys used? Do you remember what type of book it was? Um, It was called like Be a Geography Bee or something. Uh-huh. And our geography teacher, Mr. Floyd, um, gave us each a copy and we would answer questions from it. And depending on however many we got right, he would tell us like, you got to work on this thing or you got to work on that. So it's just like, it wasn't that thick, the book, but it just had a lot of questions just jam packed that were really good and challenging. Uh, well, that was great dedication. The three of you took your lunches and I'm, I'm assuming Nolan did as well. He, yeah. Uh, the day as day. well uh, from the seven Hills team and, uh, and worked for that. Um, that's great. And who was your instructor again that helped you out there at Seven Hills? Um, he's Mr. Floyd. He is the leadership teacher at our school as well as geography. All right. Well, Mr. Floyd, thank you for instilling uh, 
the knowledge of geography in our students. I don't know if you, the four of you know, but uh, Americans for some time had the dubious distinction of being the worst at geography around the world. So it's nice to know that uh, the four of you are helping change that. Uh, so when you travel, you know where you are and you know some, uh, uh, you know, some of the places and the events and that, that's wonderful. Yeah, uh, yeah. once you said that, all of us just kind of chuckled because we all kind of knew that in a way. Yes, and, I, and I'm sure Gilbert has ran into that. Having traveled around the world, you, you probably have, have ran across the, uh, the feeling that Americans often are not the best at geography. I don't see it that much. I mean, well, that's I mean, good. If you look for it, you'll always find something, but not really. That's good. Good. Well, and I'm also glad that uh, Mr. Zeisler is here trying to change that as well in Nevada County by keeping our tournament going. Ella, how did you study? Um, my history teacher, Miss Malsom, gave me a really big study packet with just a bunch of geography questions, and me and my family just studied them over like a long time. Oh. Did you do it like, you know, in the evening and they helped you out and quizzed you on those? Yes. Nice. That was nice. Your teacher got the stuff together. It's great. Your parents were involved and wanted you to, uh, to, uh, you know, to, to help you out with that. So we got that. We got some of the sample questions going on. Uh, Dan, how about any hiccups that took place? Because this was our, our, you know, it was, everything was, uh, well, it was virtual. And do we have any connectivity issues with the you know, answers coming back from the different, the nine different sites from our schools? You know, we, uh, we, we had absolutely no hiccups. It went as smoothly as smooth can be. We were prepared. Uh, what we did was we sent a hard copy of the test to each site in a sealed envelope, asking them only to open it if they had connectivity issues because it was a timed test and no school had to open a test. Everybody was connected for the length of the test, and it went as smoothly as it could have possibly been. Uh, it was actually uh, a really good format, and we had a discussion after the fact about whether or not we should be doing this again in mm -hmm. the future, but ultimately, we love getting kids together from the different schools. There's yeah. a whole different dynamic there. It feels really good. There's break times when kids from the different schools can can talk and meet each other. And we don't want to take that away. So in healthier times, I think we're going to go back to the old format. However, we may, even though all the kids are together in a gym, do it electronically rather than a paper version. Yeah. I think I we're going to stick it. with that because we really, really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. That would expedite the process, I'm sure. It would. It would make it more efficient and there would be no need to go into another area and correct. We'd still give the kids a break so they had a chance to, to co-mingle with each other and set up for the uh, individual. And the other thing that's so great about being together and doing it all at once is that all of the other kids that are there then become spectators in the audience and they can root their, uh, their teammate on during the individual competition. And we didn't have that. Yeah. That, that is a lot of fun for that piece and, and missing. I'm just thankful that you and, and the team that put this together came up with a way to do it so we didn't have to skip it, um, that we're able to change it and be able to come up with something. And then, um, as you mentioned, do, doing the, uh, the team competition from the sites and then pulling the, the winners together here and going. So, guys, as, as it look out there, 
kind of your, your final thoughts on the geography tournament and uh, any doors that it opened for you in the future. So let's start off with, uh, with Ella. Ella? Um, I really liked it. It was a really fun experience and I liked it a lot. Hey, uh, uh, what advice would you give to your, the, the next seventh grade student going to compete uh, at this level? If they asked you what it is that they should do, what would you tell them? Well, um, trust your first instinct and like just study. You know that the first thing you said, Ella, I think is, is really important. And I, you know, I know Mr. Zeisler has been a teacher and an administrator for a long time as I have. And that's something I always told kids is for some reason, that first instinct, your gut instinct is usually right. And it's when you start second guessing yourself and third guessing yourself and then boom, you get it wrong. So those are those, that's a great answer. I like that. Uh, did Ella, did it make you want to travel more? Yeah, I did. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. You start learning about all these cool places that are around the world, even in the state of California. And it's like, I want to go see these. So, guys, how about you? Zanyan, Gilbert, or Jason? Um, um, for me, it opened up a lot of doors for travel. Uh -huh. um, I haven't traveled that much. I've been to New York for a week, and I've really only been around the States, right around California. Um, the only other time I really went away was for Hawaii. Don't remember that for the baby. But if I were to say for kids in future that would be doing this, always have faith in your friends that are doing it. Because usually when you're when you know you're wrong, then they're probably right. And as Ella said, trust in your gut. That's usually the right answer. Yeah. Good advice, Anion. Gilbert, how about you? Yeah, I think from the geography thing, like looking back on it, it's like, yeah, listen to your friends. Your friends might always might know better than you. Like, especially I moved from this area three, three months ago. I barely know anything in this place. So having my friends to help me is a big deal because yeah, I would not be able to do it. Yeah, I'll bet. That's great. And Jason, how about you? I agree with Zanian and Gilbert, but also like I, the, the only two other countries I've been to besides the U.S. is uh, Mexico and Canada. Kind of made, like, made me want to like, go to some other countries, see what it's like. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, once you get that, uh, that bug, we'll call it, for, uh, for seeing the world, it, it stays with you your whole life and get out there. Uh, and Dan. Last thoughts from you. Last thoughts for me. I just wanted to, you know, this was a new format and there was a lot of technology involved from the formatting to the test. And on the day of the individual event, the chaperones and parents were in a different room at the county office and it had to be broadcasted and cameras so that they could see the tournament take place. And there's no way that uh, I have those tech skills. So I'd like to uh, <laughs> just really quickly acknowledge two uh, teachers that were on special assignment that took care of all the technology from formatting the test to everything I had mentioned. And that was Carrie Ferrero and Megan Salter. And this tournament could not have taken place at the level it did without them. So I want to give them a big thank you. And um, I hope they're, they're listening. Yeah, they, they are pretty amazing educators we have in our county. And we're lucky that we, we do them on special assignment here at the county so they can share their uh, amazing skills with all the school districts and charter schools out there uh, to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I wanna thank uh, all of you for coming. Dan, thank you for taking time. And thank you for obviously keeping your passion 
uh, alive and instilling that in others by by coordinating the geography tournament. I was fortunate a couple of years to go out and see you in action out there at Chicago Park. Uh, so it's great we're, we're still able to do that. And uh, Zanyan and Gil, yeah, yeah, thanks. Sorry, Dan, yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say thank you and I'm looking forward to continuing uh, it next year. Absolutely. And Zanyan, Gilbert and Jason, so glad you were here. Uh, congratulations again for being our first place team and uh, thank your principal, Mr. Shug, for, uh, for allowing you to come in here and be interviewed during school time. I greatly appreciate that. And my apologies to your Spanish teacher that you missed that today. Well, uh, thank, thank you for having us. I know it's been an awesome experience. It's like the first time I've been, I guess, on the radio or anything. So um, thank you. Excellent. Thank you. And Ella, great to have you. And I'd like to thank your principal as well, Mr. Plass, for allowing you to be here. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Educationally Speaking on KBMR 89.5. I hope you have a fantastic Goodbye.